Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the For the Healthy Host podcast. Where we talk about conscious living, self-awareness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Ree. Sunset Tim. Thank you for joining us and allowing us to be a part of your journey. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why you was going to laugh. I don't know. I'm happy? Question mark? I mean, it's always good. I ain't mad at it, but it's like you was going to choke up. Yeah, I'm happy. Um, It's surreal to be here with you. Oh, my God. How are you doing today? I am I am doing well. I've been met with challenges, mm. and I felt like today I finally handled. I finally handled the challenge how I feel like my dream version of myself handles challenges. Very, I feel that very calm. Um, I was able to gather the people around me, calm them down as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I showed great leadership, the leadership I want to show um, in that moment. So yeah, I'm very I'm very proud of how I handled that recent uh challenge. So I'm um I'm feeling good about me despite uh what what I may be going through. I feel that. How you feeling? I feel the same way, met with the same challenges you were met with. Mm-hmm. And um like you said, I feel like I'm behaving in a way that the universe wants me to like mm-hmm. the the way that I would I wanted my future self to behave, but I'm feeling good. We got the non chopper going. We do. I drank my smoothie this morning. I added peaches to my strawberry smoothie, and it was good. Also, this is our fifty. First. Is it fifty first? Yeah, our fifty first episode. Yeah, last week was fifty. Fifty, but I forgot to say something yeah, you about. Forgot it. to celebrate this. We we fifty plus episodes in now. Yay! What have you learned from? One to 50. <sighs> what I've learned is I don't have to be a... Perf- That's a great question. Look at you. Oh, chill out. I can't. <laughs> what I learned, though, for real, for real, is I don't have to be a perfectionist. I can come as I am. And I learned that the community that we have accepts us for who we are. Um, and I was just thinking about literally yesterday about some of the first episodes that we recorded, like literally episode one, two, three, and I was kind of cringing. But I think that is what creating and putting yourself out there is all about. Like your first, I guess, creations that you put out into the world, they're going to make you cringe. And I was just like, it was just so cringy. Mm-hmm. But all in all, like I feel like this journey to the 51st episode has really allowed me to just be myself more honestly yeah what about you what have you learned i've learned that i i don't need as much as i believe i do mm-hmm. i believe i wanted those things so i could believe i was i was bigger or what i was doing was bigger than it may have actually been or yeah. i think sometimes we do things to make it feel like a you've leveled up yeah in a certain way to give you a certain elaborate though like what specific things that we did i did or just like you thought we didn't need you thought we needed but we you you now know that we didn't um i mean i don't want to get too far into the specifics it's just like buying stuff for even like for the podcast like stuff we bought it ain't necessarily made the podcast better the main ingredient of the podcast was us and once i got better you know of course living life like and learning myself because first to 50 how long has this been a year and a half I know we started November 2021. Yeah, November 2021. So, so yeah, about Coming a year. up on two years. Yeah, coming up on two coming years. Coming up on two years. That that was that was all I needed to get better was to keep living life and learning yeah. me. Yeah, and then in the beginning, we weren't even consistent. We did like an episode a month. Yeah, no. We weren't really that consistent. We really didn't know what this thing was going to be. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy for this community. Happy to, that y'all let us in y'all space. Yes. I didn't realize how therapeutic it would be for myself either. That's another mm-hmm. thing. I didn't know how many people was going to tap in. Me neither. I had no idea. This shit has been a blessing. I had no idea that y'all was going to. I'm pleasantly surprised. Yes. My soul is very surprised. Yeah. But with that. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I forgot to ask them how they, how y'all felt. From y'all? the cubicles. From the cubes. <laughs> So, with the the feelings intro out the way, what are we rapping about today? So, I was on YouTube. I was watching In Hindsight, and I heard him say, peace is a process. And that resonated so deeply with me because I think that we all want to acquire 
this said peace immediately. And it's definitely a process. And the thing about peace is that we were born with it. Mm-hmm. We were born with peace before we were exposed to society and trauma. We were born with peace. But you don't you disagree? No, I just had an epiphany while you were saying it was like, was we born with peace or was I, you know, the old saying ignorance, ignorance is bliss. Was I just ignorant to a lot of things that were going on around me? So I just didn't pay attention to so much. Once you come up to understanding, I think that's when we try to get back to that bliss. But once you know, you can't unknow. So now you have to find a new level of comfort, which we call and this the process of peace. Yeah, I can get that, but I do feel like, yes, a little bit of that too. Like there's some sense of, you know, of the phrase ignorance is bliss, but also when we are born into this world, like I do think we are at peace because I guess we don't, we don't know, but I think, like you said, once you... Retain that information like the about the world and about people once you've been, you know, betrayed and hurt and had some kind of struggle. Or if you've just been happy and then the happy left. It It can be anything. Like once your emotions mature, then you can kind of like it like once your emotions mature, you're going through life, the highs and the lows. I think we try to find what what we call peace is, is that middle ground of gratitude that you, we try to live in, which I try myself to live in every day. What age do you feel like? Because you mentioned like, you know, ignorance is bliss. But once we get exposed, what age do you feel like you personally, I guess your quote unquote, your peace left or you was that you, you began to like know and see and understand things? I think a bit of my peace left when my dad passed. Oh. When I was um I was about six or seven. Uh, when my dad passed. I think a bit of it left because I just knew I didn't have him anymore. Mm-hmm. I was still very young, so you know, anything could distract me. But my mind always drifted back to the fact like Pop's not here. It always drifted back to it. Yeah. But outside of that incident, I think I was in fifth grade when I first um, started to come into knowledge of my family's situation, like the financial struggles and things of that nature when I was in fifth grade. It was something happened, and my mom just didn't have enough money to cover all the things that happened. It was like a bill. My brother made the basketball team and something else. And my brother hated the shoes mom picked out for him. Hated them. It was like his ass. Oh, my mama, you know, our brother, his ass hated him. Everybody else on the team had these one shoes. He had some these, these different kind of shoes. I can't remember what they was. Um, <laughs> like some Converse or some shit like that. He hated them hoes. But either way it go, um, I remember making a sacrifice to my mama. I don't need this. He could go get something else. Like that was the first time I actually got aware. And though I, I became aware of my situation around me. It brought me some peace to do something for my brother that was nice. But that started the the whole awareness train was around fifth grade. I think everybody's is different based on a life that you lived. Yeah. You know what I mean? How you grew up. So why, when do you think your awareness came? You know, I experienced loss at a really er- at an early age as well. Like eight years old was my grandpa, which I don't I don't ever actually talk about that. Because I feel like it was just so far. It was forever ago. And, of course, I love him. But I don't know. I feel like the loss of my grandmother hit harder. I was older. I was 14. Yeah, a little more mature. Yeah, and I was was able to understand it. I mean, you were a little more in the ignorance a little bit. Like, so we easily distracted at eight. Yes. You know what I mean? But you were young like that when you're dead. But see, that's a father, though. That's a lot different. It it, hit different. Yeah. Because he was in my household. So I just knew every day. Like, Uh, I was used to waking up and him being there. So every day he wasn't there, I had to come to the reality, like, damn. Yeah. I feel that. Um, But I don't know. Sadly, I feel like I became conditioned to loss. Mm-hmm. I think I think I've said this before, like because after my grandmother, it was my cousin. Like really, shortly after, I really can't say that my peace left me. I don't know. I don't think it. I don't know, but 
whenever we moved, when I graduated, because I my piece probably did leave me. I'm sure, like that was. Well, you got you just like forgot how to get back to it. It never leaves. You just forget how to get back to that. Well, balance. yeah, but I'm saying like during that time, like whenever the, those losses, I'm mm-hmm. sure, I know it affected me. I know it. Yeah, yeah. But what I can remember the most though is the first time that my piece not it didn't leave what did you call it it's kind of like you got away from it you never yeah. like, piece don't leave it's just something we get away from yeah so it's whenever i graduated college and we moved to texas it's just so funny that peace is forgotten when we enter moments of turmoil or struggle but yeah that was like the first time for me that i felt like i lost my peace and I guess in adulthood really but it's so funny I found my way back and it brought me to this journey that I am currently on and I've been on for like the past seven eight years mm-hmm. you don't talk about uh, Papa Raymond that much at all I don't it was so long ago it mm-hmm. almost feels like another life time yeah he was only eight though so it's like you said one of them ignorance is bliss kind of thing yeah and I don't know. I don't talk about death a lot. But I remember when I was younger, my mama told me. No, my grandma always told me, like, we'll see them again. Mm-hmm. We'll see them again, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, but now that reminds me. My grandma used to tell me, like, we're going to see our loved ones again. Like, we lost them. We're going to see them again. But I remember when my papa died, my mama told me, you know he's never coming back, right? She literally, she was like, you know he's yeah. never coming back. You're never going to see him again. I'm sorry you had to hear that. Yeah, she told me that. So, I guess... I did lose a little bit. I got I lost a little bit of that like that innocence. Yeah. That yeah. Innocence. If she hit you with that, you know, when your grandma tell you that you believe it, like Yeah, absolutely. Still believe it. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. But um Yeah, but when another adult who prominent in your life hit you with it, you know you never come back, right? Yeah. I guess I wasn't like just reacting in a way that you know, yeah, I was yeah, eight. Yeah, I guess that's you eight, like, Yeah. So she just was like it was probably a little bit after she shows like he, you know, he never coming back. I'm like, I actually thought he was, but okay. Okay, thank you for this. <laughs> thank you thank for, you for <laughs> thank you thank for these flowers. <laughs> thank you very order. much, mom. <laughs> Man, I don't, I don't think adults. This is why I try to watch my words, with my kid. I don't think adults understand. I don't think society understands how powerful words are. Yeah, like that's really words are one of the main reasons we got here in this type of this experience like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we are what a lot of people trying to think of it as the universe experience itself everybody has a spirit we are spirits that got into a physical body to have a physical yeah. experience mm-hmm. part of that is words yeah like you can feel things in your spirit that don't got to be explained but we came to this experience to have a physical i mean a physical experience, experience and yeah. express words like right. with each other so i don't think people understand how impactful words can be um on this 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 life this plane of existence that we own words are they're spells like we said before mm-hmm. they they mean a lot and i think we need to use them wisely yes intentionally i think sometimes just don't use them at all if you if it ain't you hear ain't me gonna be impacting and they can always be positive but if it ain't gonna add some type of long-term positive impact on a person or value or value add value there you go yeah um let's just not use them at all i know that reminds me oprah was like if you don't know what to do so in this sense you don't know what to say just don't say nothing like yeah, be yeah. still just don't just be still <laughs> don't say shit <laughs> that's crazy that's always the proper response that's crazy that's real crazy that's, that's crazy. crazy so i think an important question to ask is what does peace mean to you like it's, what does that look like for you it feels like unshakability like i just not shook by things i don't know why when i think of peace i think of a very calm body of water mm. you know what i mean very small waves in it everything is i won't i don't want to use the word controlled but everything is flowing pretty evenly to where you can find pace within it all Nothing's knocking you over. Nothing's moving you left or right, pushing you up or down. Mm-hmm. That's what peace feel like. Peace feels like zero if I had to put it as a number. It don't feel like 100 because, you know, 100 is fast, it's exciting, it's, it's adrenaline. And then negative 100 
I guess depending on who you are is like sorrow, maybe anger or some might call sadness in the, in that range. But I feel like zero is so blissful. It's peace. I feel like peace, if it had to be weather, it would be fall to a time of the year <laughs> where I can walk outside in shorts and a shirt is appropriate. And pants and a jacket could also be appropriate in the fall. It's just like a time of the year where all things, it's a goal on everything. Yeah. Everything can be done outside, barbecues, picnics, whatever you want could happen with that weather, like fall kind of weather. I feel that. Peace feels like fall to me. Peace feels like calmness in a spinning world that's spinning as it's spinning type thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's what peace is to me. I love that. For me, peace is like a deep belly breath. Mm. It's like really feeling the air go into my lungs and come out of my mouth. Yeah. That's what peace feels like to me. It feels like I used to think that peace was outside of myself it was tangible it looked a certain way i lived in california mm -hmm. and i lived by the beach and my life looked like this don't get me wrong i think the lifestyle that you live can bring you about peace but i know that the peace is within me mm -hmm. it's so crazy because i think when we all think about peace is we think about an experience outside of ourselves, like what our house looked like. Don't get me wrong. I do think these like things, like I said, can contribute mm -hmm. to you being grounded. There you go. Peace also reminds me of, in like Buddhism, there's this thing called the beginner's mind. Mm -hmm. And the beginner's mind is basically kind of like what we talked about when we were first born into this world. We weren't thinking about rent. Not like nothing, <laughs> nothing. And it's like the state of our mind when we first enter this world. And that's what peace looks like and feels like for me. It's a beautiful thing. I think I used to confuse peace with, um, like you said, tangible things. Absolutely. Like a number in my bank account or a car I drove. Yeah, I, mean? I thought all these things would bring me peace. but That's security, though. It is security. Security can bring grounding and it can bring, like, um, I guess the first word that came to mind is slowness. It calms everything down. I think, like, when you don't got the finances you want, you don't got the, you know, you ain't the point in your career where you want to be or don't have these things. I think it can feel like you want to speed things up. You want things to get a yeah, little faster. You yeah, because you, know you don't want to feel this moment Yes, but, of not having those things. But I think when you have those things, you think you are at peace, but you are just kind of slowed down to where it feels like assimilation of peace. But peace is within you. You can have peace while you're not at the point of the career, at your career you want. You can have peace when you don't have a partner. You can have peace after the breakup with them, and you have peace with this new person you find. It's always there through all things, but I, I do feel like we'll get tricked by earthly things or emotions, situations, yeah. relationships to trick you into thinking that was peace, and it was really just grounding or security. It was security, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I know my emotions trick me all the time. Yeah. Like, she be having me wilding. Yeah. Money didn't have me. Money didn't got me with that way too, though. Like money made me feel secure, absolutely. And I thought that was my peace, you know. But again, whether no matter what's in my account, whether it's like negative one thousand or up a million, you can still have the same level of peace that you're gonna be okay. Yeah, definitely. This episode is sponsored by Daily Harvest. Morning routines in this house. One word: chaos. I have to hook breakfast for my daughters. Cook lunch, get the girls ready, and then get my stuff ready. Yeah, one's got a shirt on backwards, the other one ain't got <laughs> no shoes on. It's a war zone in the morning. 
Thankfully, the stress of breakfast is taken care of with Daily Harvest because with Daily Harvest, I'm getting the meals that give me quick, nourishing foundations for my whole day and they deliver right to my door. My favorite thing changes from day to day, but right now I'm loving the strawberry and peach smoothie. Y'all know I'm a smoothie girl. It is busting. Yeah, it's so good. It is good. Yeah, they have amazing smoothies as well as flatbreads, soups, Harvest bowls. Mm. They literally don't miss. On top of being mom and dad and entrepreneurs, Daily Harvest just kind of takes the thinking sometimes over for us. And I desperately need that at times. Take the stress out of your mornings with Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash FTHH to get up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash F-T-H-H for up to $65 off your first box. Check them out. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. So guys, I'm going to let y'all in on a time period in my life. I had went through basically a lot of mental trauma during that time period. I kind of was, I know kind of was, I just wasn't sleeping. I mean, for days almost, I wasn't sleeping. It was thought... After thought, after thought, a race in Kentucky Derby kind of fashion to where I just couldn't get an ounce of rest during this time period. Yeah, and I think we don't realize that when we keep our thoughts trapped inside of us, it can cause things like that. It can cause those restless nights. But what really could help with that is talking to a professional therapist. When I started therapy, it opened up so much space for me like mentally because I had room because I let these thoughts out and I talked to someone who could help me on a professional level. So if you find yourself thinking about therapy, you should definitely give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and fits your own schedule. It's so simple. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you switch therapists at any time with no additional costs. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com F-T-H-H today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash F-T-H-H to get 10% off your first month. So growing up, I had a lot of anxiety that was also related to my IBS. And, you know, all this time I didn't realize that I have anxiety, like, you know, even mm-hmm. social anxiety. I didn't even realize it. It's so funny. I, we went to, or I went to pick up our daughter the other day and I was, I had to call you afterwards. I was like, babe, I just got so much anxiety. I like, I thought I was going to pass out. Yeah. And, Kudos to me for even recognizing that because when I was a child, I didn't really realize or understand what that was. What that was, what it meant. Yes, like my mind has been, bro, I've been in the Matrix. Yeah, and then then the people around you didn't know. Yeah, they didn't know. They had no idea. I used to do the same thing when I was a kid. Bro. Like, I remember every year, I told you when I was a kid, I I used to think I would get sick every time the fair came. But you And they did the parade. And... Really, I was just nervous and had social anxiety about everybody from school and, and like the parade in the city and being in it. And I would throw up every year. Really? Every year I'd throw up. My mama knew I got sick every year around that time. Quote, unquote, sick. It was literally, it's so crazy. Like, your mind... <sighs> Yeah, it's, bro, it's, it's, the, the, the mind would have a body doing some crazy shit. It will. But, um, yeah, like... I have social anxiety really bad. Well, I'm not going to say really bad. That's that's not, I'm at, not claiming at that. Times, at at times. times. But the fact is that I recognize it. But what I was getting to is that I don't think that I would have been ever thought that anxiety and peace could coexist. Yeah, and I they can. Yeah. Like, I they, never thought that. They can. They can coexist. And this is something that I actually wanted to get into on the last episode, but I ran out of time, <laughs> um, which is both and thinking, meaning that two truths can coexist. So I think we think of the world in like black and white, good or bad. You either fuck with me or you don't. You either with me or against me. You know, that's mm-hmm. how we think of the world. But two truths can coexist. And when we think of the world at, with... um. 
binary thinking I had to think about was mm. binary thinking. It is so limiting. It's like I can either do this or that. It limits our options. Yes. You know, but when you realize that multiple truths, multiple things can coexist, shit becomes limitless. Yeah. Like you ain't no you ain't got no ceiling. And it's a better understanding. When you put me on the two truths can exist, it blew my mind. Yeah. It, it really did. Uh, a good example for me, I'm like a historian person. When the Declaration of Independence was signed, like that was a day of celebration for Americans. Okay. Black people were still enslaved that day. Two, It's like two truths existed. Yes, they, America got its freedom that day. Yeah. But truth is, my people still wasn't free right both those things happened that day and that's two okay. truths you know what i'm saying neither one of them a lie both truths yeah. at the exact same time so when a person looks at you know the fourth of july or the declaration declaration of independence you're not gonna have another episode where i fuck up another word one that's one not gonna have another episode we do that the declaration of independence when somebody looks at it with no, an eccentric look at America, like they're so happy they're indulging in the indulgence. I said the indulging in the indulgence. That's two back you, to back. Fuck, how did I get here? It's okay. <laughs> indulging in like being American and loving it. You know what I mean? I can also have my truth that this wasn't that great of a day for my people. Right. Both things coexist. So I ain't mad at y'all for your truth. You can't be mad at me for my truth. Yeah. So thank you for that. I wanted to give that I stumbled Thank you for through. that history lesson. That is a good history lesson. Professor said Tim. Professor Tim. You just call me Doctor. Doctor Tim. Doctor. <laughs> um, but yeah, like so if you have anxiety or if you ain't want where you want to be in life or you don't have a job you want, you don't have the car you want, you can still be at peace. Yes. And you can still be at peace. So yeah, as I got on my history rant. I try to to keep your peace. A good thing to practice is to not argue with history. What you mean by that? Things that have already happened have happened. Try to let them go as much as possible. And also, again, there can be two truths from that situation. It could be that, you know, that person did hurt you. And also, there's truth when they say you hurt them as well. Mm-hmm. Both those things can exist in that situation, despite you not feeling that you hurt that person mm-hmm. at all, what you did or said. Agreed. They can still have a truth that you did hurt them in the way that it all played out. Yeah. I think sometimes we argue with history. We argue with that person that this is what they did and that is the only way that it should be perceived. Right. Is how you feel it or how you saw it. Agreed. But multiple truths exist. And with that, that new knowledge of that, you have to accept that there can kind of be no arguing with history to an extent. I love that. And when you add in, like, when you think about both and thinking in that perspective, it really allows you to be more compassionate towards mm-hmm. other human beings. Because you're right, when we, you know, like, we had an argument the other day. It was very quick. But we had an argument and... I think when you're arguing, not only with people, but with history, you want so badly for your perspective, for your point of view to be seen and heard. As the truth, too. And be truth. Mm -hmm. But when you realize that multiple feelings, multiple truths do exist in that situation and in history, Mm -hmm. it brings about a certain peace. It brings about certain compassion and love. Yes, and understanding. Yeah. And it, it really eliminates fear because I think that... When we're arguing, we we fear that we won't be heard. We fear that this other person won't see how they hurt us. Mm-hmm. And we just keep arguing our points. Yes. We just keep going on and on. But once you know that both truths exist, you can kind of analyze the situation and say, where do we go from here? Right. I mean, you need to be, you need to be repaid in this way and I need to be repaid in this way. Mm-hmm. How do we come about to this goal? And just... By the way, we have we have some of the quietest arguments. <laughs> like our arguments usually don't. You know how people like yell and stuff. Yes, we usually we don't have them kind of arguments. We have some very quiet arguments. Yeah, it's like silent treatment. It's like almost. silent treatment. It's like a it's like a, a lot of eye looks. Yeah, a lot of like a lot a of facial looks. looks. Like, 
And then we do get back to the actual words argument. It really is such a debate. It is. It ain't like, it ain't the traditional relationship argument. We're not yellers. You, Am I you got You got some yeller in your blood. <laughs> yeah, you do. I do, you I do. do. But you Cause don't. Because during that point in the argument, I did remember being downstairs. And, and I can you hear you upstairs. I was saying stuff. <laughs> I was like, well, I, I bet this motherfucker won't come down here and say it <laughs> in my head. I ain't say it out loud because I knew that it might. If you, you like said it out loud, yeah, though, yeah. I, I would have came down there. You would have stormed down to let it out. You I would have flew the, yeah, down there. Flew, goddamn. I kind of, you know, I like arguing with yeah, you, you sometimes because you don't argue. That's the thing. And I be trying to like, I, this is bad, but I be trying to like push them buttons. You do. I'm not. I'm and not get you to, yeah, and get you to like say something. I'm more like the silent arguing person. Like it's just, I don't want to say that. I'm, I'm wrapped out. I don't want to speak. I'm no wrapped more. out. Yeah. So that happened. That's just how, that's just how we argue guys. Yeah. And another lesson I had to teach myself that, Peace is not control. Mm. You can't, it's very little in this world we can control outside of ourselves. Right. A lot of times we can just give ourselves the opportunity for things, but that is about, we can put ourselves in line for opportunity. I'm reading a book called You Owe You. You are? It's on Audible. I said oh. I'm reading, but I believe it's called You Owe You. And a great line from the book, I cannot think of the author's name right now, it's just out of my head for some reason right now. Maybe Eric Thomas. I think that is the author's name. Um, He speaks about you have to put yourself in miracle zone. Mm-hmm. And that's about as much as we can control is like doing the work that we have for us. And that's it. Everything else in this world is, is a really an uncontrollable substance. Right? Agree. It's an ingredient we can't, we can only put our little ingredient in there. The rest of it, we just got to kind of let it simmer up. Because, again, when we try to control peace, we just take ourselves out of peace. Bruce Lee has a great line that says, be water. Water is so, like, zen. Like, it just flows. It don't matter. You can put water in a vase, boss, whichever one you like to say. Vase. Vase, boss, whatever you like to say. (laughs) And then pour that same water into a mason jar. Then pour that same water. It's going to take shape in whatever wow. you put in it. It don't, it don't matter. Water just kind of flows with the situation. And and water is kind of like undefeatable kind of in a way. Wow. You heat it up. It just evaporates and then goes into a cloud and come back. Like, bitch, yeah, you thought it was gone. Like, but I'm here. I'm back again. <laughs> like, you thought it was over with. Like, you can try to freeze water. It still just it'll stay right there until it's ready just to go. Just in a different into, form. Water is the perfect example of just like not being controlled and just being at peace with whatever comes your way. I know we like to dictate our terms in life. Yeah. But we can only do that to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then that's it. We have to stop at a certain point because we can't control everything. But be water, my friend. Be water. Wow. Kudos to you. I want to... That was, no, that was amazing. That really just that really just fucked some shit up for me. <laughs> like I, I feel undefeatable right now. Losing control gave me all the control I needed. Mm, nice. It did. It gave me all the control I needed. I feel like my entire life, I tried to control everything around me, control people, and I think because of the things that I experienced, those losses at such an early age. I th- let me go back and say those losses hit me harder than what I think they did. And I think mm-hmm. right now it seems like it was so far away, but I know that really like turned my world upside down. Yeah. But because of those losses and the things that I experienced, I really had the desire to control everything in my peripheral, like my future. Even I just wanted to control it so, so bad. And that in itself took away my peace. Yeah, it will. Because you can't, like, you cannot control things outside of yourself. But when I realized that I can only control my actions and my reactions, that's when the real peace really set inside. And sometimes I do feel like, you know, I can't control my emotions. Because you just don't be realizing how things are going to affect you sometimes. Mm -mm. And y'all know, like, 
I'm, I don't know. Like, I'm a human being. I'm not this perfect Zen person. I'm not a, a monk or I'm not Mm-mm. anything but what I am. And I love that for me. But, um, beautiful. But yeah, I feel like my emotions, like, I, sometimes I feel like I can't control my emotions and I don't try mm-hmm. to. I don't try to. I go ahead and feel how I feel and almost in a sense flow, be like water. Yeah. But I don't allow my emotions to guide me, mm-hmm. to make decisions. irrational decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um yeah, losing control gave me all the control that I needed. I like that. A hundred percent. Everything is temporary. Everything is I temporary. Like I need to say that every episode, you should remind y'all. Yes. So peace, grounding, security, it all feels it all runs along the same frequency it all feels kind of the same yeah it also it also is the place where blooming take place but i I don't think when we say we want to blossom into something new we want to flourish i don't think we are anticipating that blooming hurts very bad when you think about the caterpillar going into the butterfly it makes the cocoon and it's there growing and we get this outcome of these beautiful wings on this butterfly when it comes out mm-hmm. we don't really think about when the caterpillar is in that cocoon it has to be painful to be outgrowing the space and you literally can't come out of it until the pain is just so much yeah. That you have to get out of this room. You have to get out of this space. I don't think we understand how blooming can hurt. When you when we ask for blooming and ask to flourish, you gotta get in the mud then. Yeah. All the way in there, head immersed in mud. And calmly wait till your first bud comes out. And the rest of you comes out. But you you gotta understand you gonna really be in the mud though. Yeah, I was literally just looking on my phone because I seen this on Pinterest and it reminded me that uh, growth will also feel like a breaking point. It it has to. Yes. You got to break out that cocoon. But <laughs> again, you can't break out and it be comfortable. Like, ah, you know what? You know, this. I have a little more space in here, but you know, it, you're not going to break out of it until it is absolutely almost a crime that you are in this space this long. Yeah. It's going to feel abusive that this space is what it is doing to you before you break out of it. Because you got to be stronger than what's holding you. Yeah. So the caterpillar can't go into the full blossoming of the butterfly until it's stronger than the cocoon it built. Mm. And remember, the cocoon can't be weak. The cocoon can't be weak because it has to sit in here and just grow. If it makes a weak cocoon, it falls out of the tree, he's dead. Yeah. A bigger insect comes by, whatever eats is dead that the cocoon is not made strong. Mm-hmm. So the cocoon has to be made strong. What you, What is holding you back is extremely strong as it should be. Because once you break through that, look at how strong you are now. Yeah. I love that. Blossoming can hurt. That's my new poem. What is it? Blossoming hurts. Blossoming hurts. I'm going to just transcribe that into a poem. The whole thing. You should. It was very... <laughs> It's very nice. No, I feel that. And I feel like I felt like that for a long time. Because who's to say how long a, a breakthrough mm. or a breaking point? We try to calculate it, though. Yeah, like, it'd be like, well, my breaking point should be over. But I feel like yeah. I felt like this for, like, months now. Yes. Like, I can't take yeah. no more. Like, um, Can you, but... <laughs> like... Ah, like you, it's just like you want to break free so bad, but there's something ingrained in you that you have to go through to break mm-hmm. through. Yeah, we think we be so positive that we're ready, but ain't no such thing as I'm ready for a breakthrough. You just break through. Yes. There's no, I'm, I feel I'm close. No, when you have the strength to break through, you literally just literally go straight through the wall. Mm-hmm. You go straight through the cocoon. Ain't no almost. I know the caterpillar had plenty of days in here. He was like, man, I know I can do it. I know he was punching that shit out that wall. Mm, like, bruh. No, he was. And it didn't. It still had 30 days on him. He didn't know. Yeah. But in life, we'll feel that same way. Like, we're ready for a money makeover. Mm-hmm. We're ready for a love redo. 
Mm-hmm. We think we are ready for it, but it quite honestly, when we are ready for it, it'll be there. It'll be there, and the breakthrough will happen so fast. You'd be like, "Damn, I could have did this a long time ago." Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't even realize it's a breakthrough until after it's over with. True. And also, I heard. This the other day, and I was like, ah, I can't remember who said it, but it was somebody like on YouTube that I was watching. But I think we have a hard time accepting something for what it is and not identifying with that thing. Mm. Like, okay, yes, I accept my situation for what it is right now, but you don't have to identify with it. Yeah, you might not be winning by your definition, but that does not make you a loser. When you have failures, I have to remind myself this. I just have temporary failures. These are only temporary. And if we go back to um, both and thinking, it's not really win or lose. It's not really. No, it's not, not really win or lose. Nothing is really win or lose. It's more experience. Yeah. But no, don't identify with it. You you might be, again, losing by your definition, but you are not a loser. Yes. You know what I mean? There's two different flavors that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're not a loser at all. I don't think you've ever been a loser. We have been losing. We have lost and a learning. few times. And yeah. learning. You know, but don't identify with any of it. You know, I said this morning I was making rhymes from the situation that happened. Um, I'm trying to think, what did I say? I said, I wake up every day and shoot a I think I said, I wake up every day, shoot a shot in the dark and pray it lead the light. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of thing. Like, I know I may be in a dark place, but I'm not full of darkness. It does not identify with me. I'm not in this. This is not me. I'm just going through a phase, a, a point. Every time I shoot a shot, I'm going to get more light until ultimately said, I got a sunroof. Yeah, I feel that. And I think in him, as humans be. As humans beings, One. that's two, I think, for me. Probably but, two. But not only don't identify with your situation this moment, but don't I, don't, why can't three. I talk? <laughs> I'm going from the top. Not only do, <laughs> <laughs> not only should you not identify with this moment or your current situation, but try not to identify with anything at all. Yeah, no, nothing. Don't identify with your job, a title, um, a responsibility, even. Don't identify. Yeah, because when you, I feel like when you don't identify with things, so many possibilities are now on the table. Yeah, you're a part of the free-minded. Yeah. When you do identify with things, you close things up. You know, It's you, like a bo- you're boxed in yeah, now. If, if, you are, if you have a kid... And you can't go shopping oh, and be like, oh, but I'm a mom. Can't wear yeah. that. Mm, yeah. Bitch, if you don't get that skirt, if get you that. don't get that hot girl shit and put it on. You feel me? Like, you don't, don't, like, don't let the identifications of things block you from something. We have to stay in that free-minded frequency at all times because we don't know what opportunity is going to come about to us. Mm-hmm. It could be right there. You were, you were talking about, you know, starting something or having something on your own, and the opportunity was right there, but you so closed-minded right now. You didn't see that one of your passions or things you like had a door to open up to be a full-time business, and you just didn't want to do it because you was closed-minded. Yeah, definitely. will hold us back if we identify with something. Um it's crazy, like all these rhymes. Like I made the song the other day. Y'all will hear it here in a, in, a, in I don't know about it. So, I said about sixty days. Yeah, about sixty so. days. Next six days, I got a song called "The Night Shift." Mm-hmm. And I say my job don't define me. Society wanna give me a role, but I'm a rolling stone. Yeah, I love that. You know what I mean? Don't let society push you into this is what you have to do when you are this and whatever. Don't identify with anything, age either or gender. Yes. Let it go. Yeah, I'm telling you, you detach from ident- identities and you gain everything. It's it's such a freeing thing. Detach from identities and you gain everything. Yeah. It's a good Instagram bio if anybody wants to snatch that. <laughs> Shut up. I got it for sale. Two dollars. Two dollars. First bidder. First bid. Another thing is that there is always something to worry about. Yes. I remember 
because that's how the brain works. The brain wants to find solutions. It wants to find pro- it wants to five? identify problems. You're not finna. No, that one. You ain't finna break close, me down. Though. The brain want to identify problems so they can find solutions. Like yeah, be doing too much. And I remember just like back in the day. I feel like back in the day it doesn't. I hate that term, but I feel you like you a, feel old or something. Uh huh. <laughs> but like I feel like a while ago. I would have a problem in front of me, right? And I would solve that problem. It wasn't like a life problem. It was like a life problem. And then once that problem was solved, it's like, all right, what's next? What are we solving next? What do we do next? So (laughs) The brain would do that. The brain would do it about simple shit too, dumb shit. To the point where like, let's say you be like, you forget, oh, it's Thursday. My Oh, it's a new episode of my new show. You know, I'm going to go home and watch that. You know what the brain's next problem is going to say? But what we gonna eat while we watch it? Right. <laughs> what we gonna eat? I will have a we we'll pick up a what? But we ain't even got no sodas at home. Like what we? The brain will always find the next problem, whether it's small, difficult. He just really like to work and not be unemployed. Facts. The thing about that too, like always having something to worry about, it takes you out of the present moment. Mm. And when you're out of the present moment, it takes away gratitude. Yeah. And when the gratitude doesn't exist, it takes away your peace. Oh, here we go. Don't do that because <laughs> you gonna make me mess up. Now I don't know what to say next. <laughs> that is that is true. But though. nah, like it do it. So my point is, don't worry. No, don't worry because once you're done worrying, you're gonna find something else to worry about. Just honestly, you do have to be at peace at with yourself because I do. Like I said in the beginning, we be looking for tangible things outside of ourselves to bring us peace. And don't get me wrong, security can bring some type of peace. And I feel like I would be lying if I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. I would be a a ball face lie if I sit here and say like security don't because it does. But you do have to realize that peace resides inside of you. Mm-hmm. You have to realize that. And security is more decision making. Yeah, and like I said in my um my pod the episode last week, I know we be wanting everything outside of ourselves to be peaceful and beautiful and loving but we really do have to create a peaceful inner environment for our outer environment to reflect that because mm-hmm. if i had if i had if my success grew like my words i'd be rich as fuck you hear me like fast too but i'd be rich as hell good and quick and our very last note for this episode drum roll peace is a, a bad drum roll, sorry. <laughs> okay, do it again. That was better. That was better. They sound the same. But um peace is a non linear path. Yes. Make sure they know what non linear means. Okay. Non linear is basically up and down. Up and down. It's not like a flat line. It's not straight up. It's not straight down. It's up. Down, up, down, up, 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 down, 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 down. That's how I would define that. Yeah, it has no, it has no defined um, timeline. Yeah, I guess so. No defined timeline, no defined motion, almost. Yeah, uncontrollable, almost. Yeah, to I think we need to embrace that and lean into that because I think I you before I came to this point where I am now, I thought that one day I would be happy all the time and I would never be sad again. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the point is to not ever be sad again, not ever be angry again. I think the point is to be able to feel those feelings, but then return to that state of peace. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is important. Yeah, to be always kind of be grounded in gratitude is the new goal for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you say, it, because I say I know you can't be happy all the time. You can't have, you know, that high level of happiness. You can't be sad all the time either. Yeah. But one thing you can be all the time is at peace and be grateful. Mm-hmm. No matter what the situation is, you can always have those two things. And I think if you aim for those every day for yourself, if you aim to create that environment at home, mm-hmm. at work, wherever you are, that is your vibe that when people get around you, they feel that you are doing a lot work out here facts and i mean that you really are if you if you bring in peace to every situation every room you step in you are doing a service to society because in this time period we live in where i don't man 
I don't I don't know what they not doing now. We have confirmed that our government has spoke with aliens. They spoke with the aliens? It's confirmed that they have had conversations. Ex- extensive like research that aliens are real. That's, well, that's I know they know they real, but So it's like everything is going on, you know what I mean, in the universe yeah. right now. They doing everything in the world to distract cuz if you can bring peace to people yourself, I mean, if you can bring it to yourself, that is life-changing um work right there but if you bring it to other people kudos to you you are a good person yeah you literally save a light saving lives saving the world yeah you do you really do just have to remember that no matter what situation is occurring right now no matter what emotion you're feeling you have to remember that peace is always within you you just have to find a way to get back to it mm-hmm. and you can do that by having good positive habits yeah good practices in your life meditation just breathing i was gonna say that just breathing like i said peaceful like a big deep belly breath yes quality time to yourself not not the time where we're on the toilet scrolling instagram that is not time to ourselves you know, that's not quality. I mean, does everybody, time. when they on the toilet, does everybody scroll? It I used think to be so. before our time, it was newspaper. Did people didn't take newspaper? Yeah, <laughs> it was the newspaper. They just seem so messy. Like to have a news, it's like the newspapers be big once you unfold them and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just that's like, true. It's like a whole lot of paper seem, and sound and. Seem like too much, don't it? I'm, I'm happy for the time period I'm. Good time to be but alive. with the phones it's really not that much different it's physically not a whole lot like but when you go on the phone it's still like another world and like noise it's just a different type of noise i guess so i guess so to that to that point but either way go take good quality time to yourself like yeah a nice walk yes i nice want to go on a walk today you want to go on a walk today i want to go on a walk today it's really beautiful outside it really is you want know, to take that little walk you know what i'm saying it's a nice day on the block go out you know what I'm saying? Go do that. Spin the block. Go get your little drink <laughs> or something. I mean, like a little tea or a coffee. Or oh, I was little, like, what kind of drink? Juice. I mean, one of if that's your if that's your taste for your walk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wine or whatnot. That's fine. I just didn't mm-hmm. want you to clarify what you meant. No, no, I'm okay. I'm okay with. It. I, don't, I don't really drink. That ain't my thing. Yeah, I'm gonna give me a little latte. Latte. Oh well, my! Uh, not matcha chai. I'm, I'm a chai girl. Juice, but. Yeah, quality time to yourself. Have good practices to always be around that comfort zone, that gratitude zone, that peaceful zone. Yeah, peace is within you. Yes. Don't let it escape. Don't let these people push you around. Don't let their job push you around. Family, friends, uh, any of that. Be water. Take shape into whatever you need. That's the quote of the day. That's the podcast clip water my friend <laughs> but yes with that being said thank you so much for allowing us into your space on this 51st episode 51st <laughs> we really celebrating 51st missed 50 brother yeah we did that's funny but um sending you so much peace so much love so much abundance and everything you need in this exact moment talk to you next time bye Mwah. peace